0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good
1: morning, ladies. My name is Dempsey Appalot. I'm a producer for 1010 Wins here in New York City. Uh, Pleasure to be speaking to both of you. I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I saw it with quite a crowd, and we all laughed hysterically. So just just so you know. Uh, My first question is for Helena. Uh, I love the film. As I said, I understand this is your your English language directorial debut. So I want to know a little bit about how did that happen? Why this story in particular?
2: Uh, yeah, so I made my first film, Instinct, and then A24 saw that film, and we started to have meetings and become interested in each other. And then they gave me the a, a, a script that they had, which what I liked about that was that there was a game and these young people playing this game that I used to play with my friends. So I was very intrigued by that you know psychological warfare idea of that um and then i had this whole idea to sort of make it more you know lord of the flies meets mean girls kind of vibe and we attracted sarah lap to 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 work with us on a rewrite she's a playwright and i come from theater myself and so that's how i got involved and yeah i just wanted i just thought it would be incredibly fun to make a film about young people and about group behavior and about you know, the the, the, who is the killer inside of us or outside of us kind of theme. So that's how I got involved in the project.
1: Now, the film is billed as a horror slasher, but it's very funny. Uh, Funny cast, funny moments throughout. And it looked like it was so much fun to make. I mean, uh, half of it was like a house party, essentially. Uh, Were there any scenes that both? I mean, this questions for both of you. Were there any scenes that you guys recall were hard to get through uh, because you were all having so much fun?
0: I feel, I mean, the party scene was a party. Helena kept saying, like, I can't wait for a party on Friday all week. And we were like, what is this going to be? And then we just, like, rolled and rolled and we were, like, dancing. And then, like, it just kind of devolves into madness where you're, like, every little thing that could happen could happen where it's, like, we're still shooting. So these two people leave to go do Coke. These people get in a fight. These people start making out. This person gets jealous. And like, that was so fun because by the end it felt like a party. And then like, do you know when you go out and you got kind of drunk and then the next day you're like, did I do anything embarrassing? That's how I felt the next day where I was like, was I weird at the party? Because that's how real it felt. It was very fun.
1: Yeah. I agree. I love (laughs) that (laughs) Uh, Next question, specifically for Rachel. Uh, I loved Shiva Baby. I felt like it was a a total psychological thriller, even though it's supposed to be a drama. Bodies, bodies, bodies feels like a comedy, despite being a horror film. You're two for two with these kind of anti-genre films. Is that something you hope to do more of? Is that something you find more rewarding, subverting the audience expectations? Talk to me about why you chose this project.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that I love genre bending things and things that kind of combine genre because the tone is so interesting and very hard to nail. So it's a challenge too. And when I read the script, I was like, the the dialogue is so funny and so layered, but you don't, you can't tell how it will play. And I saw Instinct, Helena's first movie. And it was like this like psychosexual thriller and it's so good. And you're like, oh my God, this script, like on the page, you're, you like see jokes and then Helena's first movie is so intense. And the combining of the two, I think created like the intensity of the performances created the comedy because we were doing it so like real. Um, And so that was just, that was just so fun um, to, to get to be a part of.
1: Uh, now, I know it's kind of a tradition for people who make horror films to kind of watch horror films or like there's like a certain a reading list or required viewing. Uh, was there anything like that for this film? Anything that you guys watched together?
2: I, I For me, I watched Heathers. I don't know if you know Heathers. I love Heathers. I I, I love Ari Aster's films. I, I have to admit to you that I am. A sca- I, I'm easily scared. So I don't want to watch these films by myself. Even Heather's I don't watch by myself. Um, so I think that's why it was so important to all of us uh, to to be able to make this film in a genre that we sort of created ourselves. Uh, and it's, we don't see it as a true horror film. We don't see it as a true slasher film. It's just, you know, our own little cocktail of what we... It's more a dark comedy than anything else that has blood, that has violence, that has deaths. But I don't necessarily think it is a, like a radical horror or anything but I did I do think Heather's is a great inspiration for this because the tone of that film like Rachel said it is such a challenge to nail a tone that you know is in a genre bending space um, and so Heather's does that too and, and I just thought that was incredibly great but also Cries and Whispers, Ingmar Bergman you know that we did that on stage with my company and that's a horror film to me the whole um, scene in the red room in the basketball court. Uh, where you know the film shifts into violence and the girls are actually committing their first act of violence is totally inspired by *Cries and Whispers*. So uh, you know there's horror in 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 a lot of films. I feel. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see the list. I didn't get the memo that I was supposed to. But I, you you had, had
0: us watch *Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf*. Yeah, we did watch that. We watched that.
2: We have our own little list that is really. Uh, out of the box but we whos afraid of Virginia Woolf as far as acting style it's one of the best films ever made it's a very famous play but the film is, is so good and it is one of the first films where you have the feeling that the actors are improvising and they're and it's wild and primal and you know and that's the kind of uh,
1: material that we watch for this. Yeah. Liz Taylor. Yeah. That's a, that, now that you, you mentioned Heathers and who's afraid of Virginia Wolf. And I could kind of see the connections yeah. where, I mean, this isn't my term. I think Ken Power said it, but like, were you're making an action movie with words kind of. So I, I, I could totally see that. That's hilarious that you didn't have a list, but you did have a list. <laughs> now the, the song that plays throughout the movie, the board in the house, I feel like this movie could not have been made without it because it's so perfect on so many different levels. Talk to me about like the choosing. Did you guys know beforehand that you wanted to have that viral song kind of play throughout? The Board in the House? Uh, it's
2: just a song I love. I, I I can listen to it all day long. Uh, and during the pandemic, I think everybody sort of related to that song. And you know, it's it's such a great song. And I just thought it would. It was almost too on the nose for our film, but I didn't care because we, sent, we as a group also we like that kind of meta perspective. We like that kind of irony, you know. Because of course they are bored in the house, and then this happens, you know. And and also it just is a great TikTok song. So yeah, I I loved it. I actually I had it even more in before and there was a cop when it was like there all the time people were like uh <laughs> are we listening to this again <laughs> so into it but uh, yeah no i love it. i was so happy when we actually got the rights because when you're editing you can just put everything you want you sort of make your ideal but yeah it was great when we heard that we got the rights all
1: right final question there are many things to take away from this film, including what can happen when you get too bored in the house. Uh, What do you guys think? I'd love to hear from both of you is the film's biggest message or the thing that you hope people take away from it. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, For me, I hope that especially young people, Uh, can relate to it you know and 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 up until now we've heard so many wonderful reactions and they don't feel at all that we're making fun of them but they can actually relate to it and for me it's a little bit of a cautionary tale that we're all so addicted to our phones so addicted to the screen you know the film starts with I love you and then you see them both texting and the film ends with the line I have reception you know so I feel it's it's such a I don't know, a message to myself mainly that I should get rid of my phone a little more and look into somebody's eyes a little more.
0: Yeah, I I agree with all that. And to have fun and to have a freaking good time and to like see themselves reflected. I think what Helena said of like, not in a judgmental way, but more in like, it's a sort of both where it's like making fun of yourself, but also appreciating certain aspects of the culture.
1: Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning right now. Families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon. When they switch, visit your local T-Mobile store today.